With your host Connor Nolan, follow on Twitter at CMeds11 for picks, podcast drops, download, subscribe, give a rating. Everything's very. What a great week two for us! I mean, going six and two of five point eight units, bringing our overall record to eleven and seven, and up three point four units, bringing us back in the green and hopefully staying there for the rest of the year. Was in Vegas this past weekend. What a goddamn trip that was with the fellas, I gotta tell you. Had an absolute great time gambling, clubs, especially Encore, uh, Beach Club during the day, Saturday. Awesome time. Highly recommend if you make it out there. Uh, gotta check out Stadium Swim while you're over there at Circa. Uh, you know, check it out for the NFL games or the college football games. We went for NFL, but honestly, just a great chat, trip overall. But if you do go to Circa, honestly, it's out in the sun all day, barely any shade. They don't give you any um, umbrellas or anything, so make sure you bring your sunscreen or else you like the hot like that, but it's hot. But uh, still a cool experience. But overall, um, new going into this week, I was feeling the picks. And definitely a confidence boost heading into another week, but just great to see that uh, the hard work pays off and for at least week two, but a quick recap of week two before we get into week three picks. Um, that 12 o'clock game, Bama versus Texas. What fight Texas put on Bama. Texas played great. Defense kept Bryce Young at bay and didn't let the run game get out of control. Unfortunately, their new quarterback, Quinn Ewers, went down with a clavicle injury on a tough tackle, you know, falling backwards, stumbling. That's always tough to see. You just see like that. The uh, shoulder just roll, and you know it goes. But uh, Ewers was looking good before this, you know, that happened. You know, threw for 9 for 12 for 134 yards. But what a great game for Texas. Uh, You have to give some excitement back to that school. They haven't had some in a little bit. But after the game, Sarkeesian was saying, uh, we just ran out of time or something with the effects of we should have won that game. But I don't really know what he means. Once the time runs out and you're – Losing, that means you lose, but whatever. At least he's trying to bring something to the team, I guess. But you are Texas, and, you know, my main fans want to hear that. There's nothing too crazy about that. But had Bam on the ropes and could have made the argument they should have won that game. Or, yeah, Texas, that is. But Bama, I mean, they don't cover anything, but still win the game, able to pull it out. Uh, Texas covered that plus 20 spread easily. Uh, down in Wake, they traveled to Nashville take on uh, Vanderbilt, who's scoring, coming in 2-0 and with Hartman, and uh, that's QB, but uh, for the Deacons, I just, I jumped on this early at minus 7, but also liked it at 12.5, took it there as well, we won one unit up there, Vandy, uh, keeping the line interesting, but ultimately couldn't hang on, I mean, Wake's offense is top-notch, 
I know we're going to make some noise this year. Harmon threw for over 300 yards and threw for four TDs as well with no interceptions. So he's uh, he's going to be a high-powered offense contributing to it for this ACC team. I think they'll make some noise for sure. I mean, they were good last year with them. I don't see things changing this year. Moving up to UTSA at Army playing the cadets. Sweating this one for a little bit. Um, you know, UTSA was losing the majority of this game as they were down two touchdowns in the third quarter, but managed to bounce back and take the lead by a touchdown, 35-28. Army tied the game 35-35 on 42-yard pass, and that's something you don't see very often from Army. Uh, they also had a 70-yard touchdown pass earlier in that game as well. Um, the quarterback battled through for 220 yards, but uh, UTSA got the ball back with a minute to go and was able to get into the field goal range with a couple seconds left, but ended up missing it, <laughs> which sent the game at the OT. I mean, these college kickers had a tough rally back at uh, on Saturday. Thankfully, they held the Army to a field goal, and then UTSA won the game on a Frank Harris touchdown pass to Clark. Like the, I like this UTSA team, even though they gave me a little tiny scare. They'll, they'll have their hands full as they take on Texas. You know, big look-ahead spot for them, so maybe they were a little down that one, but they still get the cover, and we win two units on that one. Uh, Tennessee traveled to Pitt. Uh, turned out to be another great game, and a win for us. Started out 3-0, and um, which was nice to see, sight to see when you're in Vegas, but Tennessee struggled a little bit rushing the ball. But uh, Hooker threw for 325 yards and two touchdowns. Slowest, of course, looked a bit shaky, got hurt late. But I uh, still didn't, didn't think it would have made a difference. As you know, I'm not a big Slovis fan. Uh, Pitt's leading rusher was able to run for 154 yards, but still not enough to beat the Vols. Big two-unit win on this one with Tennessee covering late in OT. Virginia traveled to Illinois to take on the Illini and got smoked. Well... I don't know about smoke, but only scored three points. Illinois scored 24. I mean, it was pretty much a dominant game. Virginia wasn't doing shit on offense. That uh, was usually, you know, I'm usually high on it, the Illini, but I thought Armstrong was going to have a good day against this team. Uh, Armstrong was 13 of 32 with two interceptions, no touchdowns, so pretty preacher day for him. Couldn't get the ball going in the wrong game either, so all around just a terrible f- performance by his UVA team. DeVito just did his game manager thing, 200 yards, two TDs, one touchdown, or one interception. Chase Brown ran for almost 150 yards and led this offense in controlling that ball, uh, which turned out to be the biggest factor. I mean, they unfortunately lost 1.1 units on this game, but I'll tip my cap to the line, even though they really fucked me last week at Indiana. That brings us to that big-time fucking win by your Rutgers Scarlet Knights, beating down on Wagner 66-7 and covering that 50-point spread. I don't, know if, I don't know if it's just me. Are we seeing a new Rutgers Scarlet Knights nation on the rise? I mean, they have the Temple Owls next weekend in Philly coming in as 17-point favorites. I mean, I tried putting the bet on them in Vegas when I was out there at minus 17. And, of course, they didn't have it up yet, and that was the last day. It was on Monday, which sucked. So, But this this is uh, – they've been looking good lately. I mean, Simon – I mean, obviously, they haven't really played much. BC just got blown out again, and they played Wagner. But Simon at quarterback, and their run game has just been looking phenomenal. 
We'll just keep an eye on him. Going to Temple next Saturday. Let's uh, let's stay behind him. But a uh, big game by uh, Kansas to beat West Virginia, fifty-five, forty-two in OT. I thought the game just ended. If there was a pick, and you were, were already up, but I guess not. So there's a two-score TD with in OT. Kansas surprising a lot of people right now, especially that offense. We'll see how they take on Houston at Houston next Saturday. Uh, Kentucky traveled to the Swamp to take on uh, Florida and won outright. Kentucky always matches up well against Florida. I don't know what it is. I mean, they just stop the run and do it well. Keep it to a minimum. No big-time plays for them. But uh, once you get Richardson throwing the ball, you know you're uh, doing something right. Um, Threw for 35 times, so you know... You know they have Florida by the balls with that's going on. Um, but Kentucky had pick six uh, late, which gave them the lead, and then they added three onto that to get up by 10, and then stayed that score 26-16, and we won that one for one unit, which is pretty nice. Arizona State traveled to Stillwater, take on Oklahoma State Cowboys, and it kept, kept it close um, near the line for most of the game, but the Cowboys were able to pull away, covering that 11-point spread, giving us another one-unit win. Arizona State, I think, is just like with Florida since they have their running back or quarterback from last year. They're just looking to run the ball, really. They're scramblers. I, I'm telling you, it just doesn't work sometimes against these good teams. They'll take advantage of it. It's it's not easy to run that shit. Um, Boston College traveled to Blacksburg, took on the Hokies of Virginia Tech. BC just got flat out beat. Jerkovich did not look good, barely throwing the ball for over 100 yards, and the run game absolutely shut down. Four yards total rushing is not going to win you a game, to say the least. I mean, that's just terrible. Maybe this team just can't run since they had issues with the run game against Rutgers last week as well. So, I mean, with those kind of offensive stats, I'm surprised they even scored a touchdown. Lose one point units, one units on this play. And when, usually when I'm saying, you know, just one unit, so I don't feel like writing out, you know, 1.1, just doing it like that. I'll, I'll take it off at the end of the day, but I'm just not going to write all that. But uh, Baylor headed into Provo, Utah, and took on the uh, Super Soakers of BYU. And this turned out to be a good game as well. BYU with two late field goals to win it, and the kicker shrank both. Absolutely terrible. It was awful. I was in Mandalay Bay Sportsbook watching that, and everybody just going nuts in there. Um Baylor ran the ball, rushing for 150 yards. Uh, they looked good while watching them live when they were running the ball. They pretty much had their way with BYU on the ground. Uh, looked like they were giving BYU problems. Just And then it was just hard-nosed football. I mean, both teams were going back and forth. But uh, Baylor, uh, sorry, BYU ended up coming with a win. Uh, scored a TD, missed extra, or the two-point conversion, but we were able to stop Baylor, so... Gave us that three-point cover for one unit. Um, now, I didn't bet this one, but if you were up late, had this game on next to the BYU game, you would have caught one hell of a game. Fresno State uh, versus Oregon State in Fresno. Another game that went down to the wire, and the Beavers were able to take it to uh, victory at the last second. Oregon had the chance to kick the field goal to send it into overtime, but instead ran it in for a touchdown from the two-yard line. And it takes some balls, and they, they won. Can't just you gotta stop them or they get it and it's over. I mean, that was a good art, good football play and gave some excitement at the end. But uh, Oregon State moves to two and zero. I do like them, 
you know, compete in this Pac-12. There's some good teams in there, but I like this team. Again, overall for the weekend was 6-2, and two, up 5.8 units, bringing our 2022 record at 11-7 and up 3.4 units. Let's continue this into the next week, keep it going for Saturday's games. A couple games on Friday, but nothing exciting right now. Moving to Thursday, Friday games next week. So I'll get this pod out earlier. Hopefully I have a couple of plays there. But if not, I just won't even post it later or something like that. We'll see. But uh, head into the picks now for this Saturday, week three. Tell you, always going to move fast. But uh, start off at 12 o'clock. Purdue at Syracuse. Syracuse coming in. Minus one over under 60. Now, when you see minus one, you know, it's just... Especially Syracuse against Purdue. Syracuse, I mean, the line stands out of yeah. I mean, the Boilermakers come into the Carry Dome one and one, while the Orangemen are are two and zero with wins over UConn, dominant win over the Louisville Cardinals. Um, the Syracuse team a year ago was on a lot of games against some good teams like Wake Forest, uh, Clemson. Had some tough late losses, but this team. Returns a lot, including starting quarterback Eric Schrader, who's coming in and throwing an, an, an interception yet this year. Hasn't thrown an interception yet this year. Now, this team doesn't run the ball or return a lot. Of them are still sophomores and juniors, and you know it does scare me against this Purdue team. I think Hughes will keep it close, but this Purdue offense is good, led by Aiden O'Connell. They're always looking to pass first, run second. Syracuse does play well against the run, but they haven't seen a passing attack. Uh, like this one this year. I guess at the Carrier Dome, I think this will draw a great crowd, but Purdue is a legit team this year, and I can't see them going 1-2 and two to start this year and losing to an ACC opponent. I'm going with the Boilermakers here for one unit. Chalk it up and get Daddy another stogie. BYU heading into Eugene, Oregon. Minus th- Oregon, minus 3.5, over under 58. Hmm. BYU traveling a away game. I mean, they played last week at home, that big game against Baylor. And you just see how much of a factor the home crowd is. I mean, it is packed there. And I think Oregon's going to be up for this game. I mean, they're expected to have a good year this year. They did have a tough loss um, against Georgia week one, everybody saw. But I think they're going to be bouncing back. Uh, now, BYU still has their top two wide receivers questionable who didn't play last Saturday. And, you know, I think that's a huge factor with them because it's Romney and um, uh, the other guy. I can't think of his name right now, but they're good. And once you're missing your two top guys, I mean, it's always t- tough to find the guy you need. But Oregon, you know, they're just going to make some noise this year. And if they start out one and two and lose at home to uh, um, BYU... That could bring morale down even more. That'd be crazy. But I can't see this team falling to one and two. This old line is going to be a huge problem for BYU. I think Oregon is going to absolutely run the show bowl and open up some passing opportunities for Bo Nix. If you watched that BYU Baylor game, you would have seen BYU struggling with that Baylor run. In the public eyes, it was definitely a standout win. But in my eyes, I was never high on Baylor to begin with. This seemed like evenly matched teams and could have been anyone's game. I don't view BYU as this huge powerhouse or potential B1. However, I could see Oregon making some noise and making this a statement game in front of its hometown crowd. Give me the 
Oregon Ducks, two units, minus three. Uh, make sure you buy that half a point. As always, don't be cheap. Uh, Penn State at Auburn, both teams 2-0. and Classic Big Ten versus SEC matchup. Everybody loves it. Auburn coming off a struggling win against San Jose State, 24-16. Did not look good late. Did not look like an Auburn team we were used to seeing, that's for sure. You know, this team is newer in regards with some new stars and everyday players. They lost Knicks, even though I'm sure they didn't mind to see him go, but lose some top defensive guys in the to the NFL, which hurt. I can see why the over-under is so low, as both teams will be able to stop those big plays. I won't touch it since it's such a small number, but I do like Penn State in this spot. They are looking good and had that big opening day game against uh, Purdue at Purdue, West Lafayette. I mean, Clifford has been looking good along with his defense, who is on the younger side and also lost some big guys, but I just feel like every, everyone is going to be on Auburn here, too. I mean, yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions minus three for a unit. I think, I think they'll pull this one out down there. I mean, Auburn just, I don't think Auburn's there yet. I think Penn State will squeak by. I think they're, I think they're a good team this year, and they'll, they're going to, you know, people are going to have their eyes on them. But that's what I'm going with. Uh, give me Penn State minus three, one unit. Kansas at Houston. Houston minus nine, over under 57. Kansas coming in with a healthy 2-0 record with wins against Tennessee Tech and West Virginia. Now, Tennessee Tech obviously sucks, but West Virginia, that's a not a bad win. You saw them play against Pitt, and they went toe-to-toe with them first week. But uh, while well, Houston comes in uh, 1-1 with a win versus UTSA and a loss versus Texas Tech in overtime, listen, I get the hype around Kansas. It's a nice feel-good story about this team that has always sucked ass and now coming into it uh, to take on Houston. I mean... We know that story over here. I mean, Rutgers used to be, you know, so terrible, but they actually turned out to be a good team that year in that 2006-2007 run. But Kansas ain't on that level just yet. I don't think they'll keep this one within two scores. Uh, but I just think nine holds tremendous value for this Houston team, especially playing at home and needing a win here. Houston on defense can stop the run. Um the reason they've been losing is because teams have been throwing the shit up on them, 350 yards each game. Uh, Jalen Daniels has definitely been a step up for Kansas at quarterback position, but I don't think they'll be putting up numbers like that against Houston's defense. The strong point for this Kansas has been their run game, which has been on fire the first two games, rushing for over 200 yards. But I doubt this is happening in Houston as his team was top 10 against the run a season ago and has been doing well against it so far this season. Uh, you know, Houston just matches up well against this Jayhawks offense, and I think with a little bit of hype on uh, Kansas is bringing this line, you know, a little more down in uh, Houston's favor, so I'm going with them. But uh, Houston minus nine for one unit. Mississippi State Bulldogs at LSU. Mississippi State minus 2.5, over under 53.5. Bulldogs traveling to Baton Rouge. Classic SEC matchup in conference. Good to see. Taking on Brian Kelly and those LSU Tigers. Actually, should turn out to be an exciting game between these two teams. Bulldogs are rolling, and under the 
mad scientist Mike Leach, and they look pretty fucking good. Coming in 2-0 with wins over Memphis and Arizona handily. That's when high-powered offense behind quarterback Will Rogers. This dude, this dude's throwing the ball for over 300 yards a game, and also their defense isn't letting anything happen to them. Now, you might say, you know, quarterbacks they face suck, but Delora from Arizona isn't bad, and he couldn't do much against this team. Jaden Daniels, I would imagine, will be the starter against uh, LSU, for LSU. He's mostly looking more of a scrambler kind of guy, but I, I just can't take those quarterbacks. I just think good teams will eat them alive. LSU is still getting a feel for who they are under Brian Kelly and will take time. Biggest thing for this Tigers defense is to limit the passing game, which will be tough as they lose a couple key defense backs. Rodgers and this team are no joke and will be a force to be reckoned with in the SEC this year. Give me the Bulldogs and the Mad Scientists for one unit, minus two and a half. Michigan State travel Washington, Washington plus three over under fifty six and a half. Now, surprising line here with the eleven ranked Spartans being underdogs against a non ranked Pac twelve school. Both teams starting out two and zero heading into this matchup, but both took on some scrub MAC teams and D one AA teams, so not much of any impressive wins. Just a little confused by this line. I mean, Washington has Penix Jr. as their quarterback. He has been playing well the last two games for them, but now he's up against a legit team. But, you know, he has experience. You know, he's done well in the past. Uh, Just been in and out for years as a starter, I think, because of injuries. But, you know, when he's in, he doesn't play that bad. So it'll be an interesting sight to see. Um, This is a tough one. I mean, the line is just too... Too... um, too risky at this point. I don't like it. It's just it just stinks. Uh, I'm just gonna sit this one out. It's just a nice game to touch on. I'm gonna be tuning in for that too. Just checking in. But uh, UTSA at University of Texas. Texas plus twelve and a half over under sixty one. Texas coming off an unfortunate loss against Bama. Played them very well, but lost on a late field goal and showed that maybe Texas was back. Um, maybe, but. That remains to be seen. They also lose their starting quarterback, Quinn Ewers, to the injury uh, for several weeks. Now hometown hero Hudson Card comes in. will take over for uh, this offense. It's got a little time, but not as much experience or talent they need. They're just turning into a big letdown spot as this team had the crowd rocking, was coming off an emotional, tiring game. Now they take on Conference USA, UTSA, who they are looking for an easy win, but won't get one here. This ETSA team is very competitive and can give them some trouble. Had their own trouble last weekend versus Army, but it was a look-ahead spot, so I'm not I'm not surprised by this um, by this UTSA team if they give Texas a run for their money. I mean, these boys will be up. They'll be ready for some Longhorns. They definitely do believe they have a chance in this one. I just think 12.5 points is way too many, especially with a new quarterback going against this veteran uh, UTSA group. Give me the Roadrunners heading to Austin, plus 12.5 for one unit. Next game, Miami at Texas A&M in College Station. A&M minus 6, over under 44.5. 
Miami has a good QB in Van Dyke and that good running game, which is something this Texas A&M team has been struggling with thus far. Miami is playing away against the big bad 12th man college station, but A&M has a very inexperienced quarterback in Haynes King, who hasn't seen much time thus far and clearly don't know who he is just yet for, or his potential. A lot of returners on this Miami team and not saying the U is back, but I think they'll have a pretty decent year. It'll give teams some trouble going into each week. Uh, line is somewhat sketchy with A&M coming off that terrible loss to App State, but I think six, six points is a lot for this Jimbo Fisher team to cover as Miami is a good team coming in and will give them some trouble, especially offensively. I'm going with the Haynes here, plus six for one unit. I think the line is a little fishy, but I think I think the plus six holds some value with it. We're going with it. Um, <clears throat> Fresno State at USC. USC minus 12, over under 73.5. I mean, holy shit, 73.5 total points for this game. Seems like none of these teams are planning to play defense, but... Fresno's coming off with the tough last-second loss to Oregon State, hard-fought battle, but this uh, Fresno team is good and will compete for uh, the Mountain West title for sure. They also kept Chance Nolan at bay, which isn't saying too much. He isn't, you know, Caleb Williams level, but he's still all right. Uh, quarterback for Fresno, Hayner is no scrub either. He could sling in and keep this Fresno team in the game. I'm eager, I'm eager to see this crowd will look like for USC since... You see Southern L.A., they don't really go to UCLA or USC games. They're just not packed anymore. But now that USC has all this hype, I want to see what it'll look like for this game. Um, USC, very high-powered offense. But I think these two teams will be going punch for punch as they could both score but not play much defense. I'm, I'm taking Fresno State with the points plus 12. I think that's a lot of points for one unit. But um, also, I think this game's on the Pac-12 network, and you're on the East Coast, and you don't get it like – you should have access to every damn game. I don't get it. It's just makes no sense. <sighs> Gotta find a good streamer, I guess. But uh, that's actually gonna do it for this week of uh, Nolan knows with the picks. Uh, gonna keep an eye out on some other games. One game, you know, I'm gonna be watching Rutgers versus Temple. Um, Bustle as the students. I'm here and already heading down to Philly. We need this win here. Crucial win. I mean, you're 17 or I think it's 18 now point favorites. Let's take this win home. Uh, then we go. We take on a very winnable game next week too. And that very winnable game against Iowa week after. I mean, I don't know. Keep an eye out for them because Iowa hasn't been looking good, and you know Rutgers' defense or their run defense has, and their running game has been. So we'll keep an eye out though. Um, Another game I'm kind of have my eye on Vandy at Northern Illinois. I mean, Vandy, hmm, Vandy at Northern Illinois, and Vandy's coming in as underdogs plus two and a half. I mean, the line is a little sketchy because Vanderbilt. I mean, before last week, I mean they kind of scored against uh, Wake Forest though. Usually everybody does, but. Two and a half seems a little sketchy. I'm just going to keep my eye on that. I might be an ad, if anything, later on. Um, UTEP at New Mexico. And UTEP's only minus two and a half. Over and under is 38. So, I mean, this one kind of stands out to me. Just because I think UTEP is actually an all right team. New Mexico has been playing better. But just another game we'll keep an eye on. I might do an ad, late night ad. 
Um, San Diego State going to Utah. Utah minus 21. And I like Utah here, but it's just another game I'm keeping my eye on. I think I'm going to add that in. I just think Utah just wants to roll. And uh, San Diego traveling away from there, up in that high altitude. It's going to be a little tough for them. I like them. But uh, just to recap, too, this week's picks so far. We have Purdue, minus one, one unit. Oregon, minus three for two units. Penn State, minus three for one unit. Houston, minus nine for two units. I don't know if I mentioned one unit or two units before, but I'm going two units on Houston, minus nine. Mississippi State, minus two and a half for one unit. UTSA, plus 12 and a half for one unit. Miami, plus six for one unit. And then Fresno State, plus 12 for one unit. So... That's the picks for this week. Um, tune in uh, next week, obviously. Keep following, like, subscribe, whatever you guys got to do. Everything's much appreciated. But hope we win some money this weekend. Talk to you later. Thanks.